Welcome to Top Secrets of Promotional Product Sales. How to increase sales, improve margins, and grow your business. Guaranteed. Now, David Blaze. Focus is so critical in what we do, particularly if you want to build your business proactively. If you want to go after a specific type of account in a specific market with a specific approach, that requires focus. You can't be all over the place. And too often, that's what happens. We go in, it's like, I wonder what will happen today, <laughs> right? Anybody ever go into your business in the, in the morning and go, I wonder what will happen today? We shouldn't have to wonder. I mean, we're going to wonder about some of the things, but mostly what we need to do is when we go into our office or when we go into our place of work, we need to be able to say, okay, here's what's going to happen today. Here's who's going to hear about me today. Here's what they're going to hear. Here's how they're going to hear it. Here's who I'm going to impact today. Because if you do it the other way, I wonder what's going to happen. It's totally reactive. You're waiting for things to happen rather than causing things to happen in the marketplace. So when I say you can't hit a non-existent target, what I mean by that is you need to know exactly who am I going after on a daily, weekly, monthly basis so that when I'm there, I can be fully engaged. I can be interacting with the people I need to interact with. The, the top consumers of promotional products year after year, uh, manufacturing is usually among the top five, education, healthcare. Financial, generally among the top five. Uh, clubs and civic organizations. Clubs and civic organizations. Those are generally among the top five consumers of promotional items. Now, does that mean that that's all you should sell to? No, but I mean, that's a good starting point. If you know that these industries historically, regardless of the economy, spend a bunch of money on promotional items, it's a decent place to at least explore. So when I say those from industries that historically do well, ask yourself, what are the healthcare companies in my market? What are the hospitals? What are the urgent care facilities in my market? Education, what are the schools in my market? The colleges, the universities in my market? What are the uh, banks, savings and loans, credit unions? What are the clubs and civic organizations? What are the manufacturing companies, the major manufacturing companies in your target market? If there's a particular niche market that you're already working in, if you're in, in my business, I did a lot with public television stations. I basically sold to practically every public television station in America. That was a niche for me. Next, those who appear to be doing well right now. In every economy, there are always businesses or industries that seem to be doing well right now. What are some businesses or industries that seem to be doing well right now, regardless of the economy? Healthcare, right. What else? Entertainment. Schools, entertainment. When the economy is tough, our goal is to find who's doing something, right? And this was in the news lately, how all these shows in New York are closing. Okay, all right, so they're all closing. All right, what about the ones that are left? Are they going to need to promote themselves more aggressively to try to get the audiences available? You bet they are. So our focus is not on the ones that are closing. Our focus is on what are the ones that want to grow? What are the ones that are moving into the theaters that the other ones are moving out of? And I'm not saying you have to go after entertainment, but in other words, but if that's the market, our goal in a tough economy is to find the buyer. I did a little uh, online, online web video one time, like uh, along the lines of a game show. And if you think of your life like this, it's a game show, and the, and the name of the game show is Find the Buyer, right? Your responsibility is to find the buyer. Regardless of the economy, there are buyers out there. Your job is to find them. It's not to complain about the fact that there are no buyers or that the buyers are harder to find now. Your job is simply to find them. So it's like, okay, now maybe I have to sift through 20 people instead of 10 to find the buyer. Maybe I have to sift through 20 instead of 5 to find the buyer. But as long as I know that that's the goal, I can stay focused on doing that. So if there are businesses or industries that seem to be doing well in your market, go after them. If you check your local newspaper, pretty much any Sunday there will be feature articles about businesses who are doing well, who are doing things uh, extremely well and who are having success. Those are people who are doing well right now. Those are people who need to know you. Those who need help accomplishing something. 
In a difficult economy, if you ask someone, hey, who do you know that needs to buy ad specialty items? Who do you know that needs custom imprinted items? People are going to go, I don't know anybody like that. But if you say, who do you know needs help promoting their business right now? Who do you know needs help creating awareness in their marketplace? Who do you know that needs help attracting more clients and positioning themselves better and outperforming their competition? Everybody knows people like that in a tough market. And when you realize that that is our job to help those people in those ways, when you realize that, it becomes a lot easier to find people who need help accomplishing something. Incidentally, there are 11 million businesses in the continental United States alone. If you can't come up with 25, your problem isn't prospecting. Those who require immediate promotion. Think in terms of businesses that need to promote themselves within a certain time frame, within a certain window of opportunity, or think in terms of clients like that. Um, political campaigns, they, they have a certain window of opportunity. Now, of course, if you're going to do that, make sure you get paid up front, because they're not notoriously good at getting the money back to you. <laughs> they're good at getting it in, but not paying it out. Those who require immediate promotion. Seasonal businesses require immediate promotion. In other words, uh, if, if I operate a lawn care business, well, I'm, I'm going to have to do most of my stuff during the summer, which means I'm going to have to be doing my, my promotion in a certain window of opportunity, primarily during the spring or during, actually during the winter, like leading into it. Those who participate in recurring events. Recurring events. Give me an example of a recurring event. Christmas holiday, golf tournament, corporate holiday parties, relay walk. Fourth of July, town fairs, trade shows, you're sitting at one. That's a recurring event, right? Okay, what's the advantage of selling to people who participate in recurring events? For you, recurring events equals recurring revenue, right? If you deal with a lot of people who have recurring events, if they go to a trade show every year and you provide them with their trade show incentives every year, you get the money every year. Every year they keep going back, you get the money. If they give holiday gifts every year, then every year you get the money. Uh, you want a lot of those. And the more that you can position them throughout the year, if you have a bunch of people doing holiday gifts and you have a bunch of people doing uh, company parties in June and you've got a bunch of people doing trade shows in the first quarter and you've got a bunch of people doing something else in the fall, you know, now you're sort of evening out your calendar. So those who participate in recurring events, you want to look for that type of thing. When somebody comes to you and says they need something for a trade show and you get them that thing for that trade show and that order is finished, don't think in terms of, okay, now I've got to look for my next customer. Get it scheduled on your calendar for the following year to talk to them. If you know that their event is every September, then you want to make sure that in June or July you're contacting them and saying, hey, listen, I know you got that show coming up in September. I was thinking about some promotions you could do. And they're going to go, Wow, great, because I hadn't thought about that at all. I was planning on waiting until the last minute and then turning it into a rush order, right? So this is what we do. We find out who's participating in recurring events. We get them scheduled, get them scheduled out on our calendar, and then you're creating recurring revenue for yourself. Increase sales, improve margins, and grow your business. Guaranteed. Top secrets. Top secrets. A promotional product sales.